Wakefield, it's the Ice Team Meme Show starring Null Dog, inviting you to join Null Dog and his guest this week, Daniel McGovern, to the show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Null Dog. And welcome back to the program. I'm so happy that you spent the time and are willing to stay with us after the commercial break to continue watching or listening to the show, regardless of where you're viewing it. Anyways, without further ado, let's get to the segment I do every show. I like to call What Happened This Past Week segment i go over current events that have been since the last time we met on this show a week prior calendar week at least i try to cover sports entertainment news politics health and so on and so forth i try my best without further ado let's get straight to the first news story of the ice team meme show cycle cnn made official this past weekend as they severed ties with senior political analyst rick santorum after recent racist comments towards native americans were made public i don't know what's worse you know being trump's bitch um Working, being fired by a group that's more uh, democratic than San Francisco being known for the gay capital of the world or looking like a butchin. Vic Santorum was more dim-witted than a candescent light bulb during the 21st century. Pretty good joke the first time. According to the former man himself, he plans to restore his, quote, beautiful Boeing 757 with Rolls-Royce engines and a new paint job for future rallies. That plane needs more than just a little fucking restoration. That plan is like old people's teeth. It needs a complete ex- excavation and rebuild like something out of Minecraft. <laughs> Rose number two. And on top of that, where will he be getting this money from? Like, how? How the fuck is he getting this money? He's poor. Uh, you know, his, his dim-witted fucking kids have already stolen enough money as it is from kids with cancer. Where is he going to get this time? And some... In, in some six-year-old riding Mount Everest for the first time at Disney World level scariness, Matthew Perry appeared to slur a speech during HBO's uh, HBO Max's friends reunion uh, this past week, like he uh, like he was some sort of college baseball coach getting pulled over. <laughs> if you thought Trump had taken many L's over the last five years, Perry has taken more L's in his career than the Marlins since they were started. Boom. Matt Perry is more sad than basic white girl saying goodbye to the college house for the summer. Boom. I I hate that's one of my least favorite things in college. In a first of many events, The Bachelor Australia has cast their first opening bisexual lead. Their new cast, uh, this new cast member said, I finally feel free with myself, but still keeping my options open. <laughs> yeah, okay. If someone says they keep the options open, they already know what they want. Uh, for people to think everyone needs to know about something small like this is silly. What they should worry about in Australia is those fucking spiders, they fucking opossums, and those fucking spider crabs. Jesus. Those things are more terrifying than almost walking on your grandmother using the toilet. But <laughs> my joke. And some news everyone definitely cares about. Future Tennis Hall of Famer Coco Goff has found herself in rare territory this past weekend. Goff would find herself winning not just the singles title on clay court for the first time, but winning the doubles tournament at the same tournament uh, at the Emilia Romagna Open, which hasn't happened at her age since 2004. It's got to be a whole level of embarrassment when you're like in your fucking 20, late 20s or early 30s and you're getting beat by a girl who's just starting to learn trigonometry in high school. Brunch. And some more sports news, it was made official that fully vaccinated coaches no longer have to wear masks during NBA games. After hearing that, Republicans, who swore to never watch communist sports like that, uh, for a second thought they meant fans as well, so they um, would, you know, run up their credit card bill and buy merch because they're, you know, fake fans. That's kind of a confusing joke right there. I kind of messed it up. And some sad yet long-awaited tech news, Internet Explorer, that love to hate it web browser, will be going to the wayside as the platform was announced to die next year. People using Internet Explorer still is like people still using AOL when there's Gmail or, you know, still shopping at Blockbuster or the Netflix kiosk when you have so many fucking streaming services nowadays. Excuse me. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, then again, Republicans still think and thought at the time that uh, people storming the Capitol building five months ago wasn't that big of a deal. Internet Explorer is like that uh, girl with green hair yelling at you in class and yelling at other people. You just stop caring and paying attention to her. Brunch. That's another roast. For the seventh year in a row, a named tropical storm has found it, it was found or is formed, I should say, in the Atlantic Ocean ahead of hurricane season. For Floridians, it's just another work week for them. Meanwhile, everyone else on the East Coast is freaking out like Gen Z liberals when Congress doesn't do anything about being tortured by Republicans the last five years. Brunch. No one cares about this because it's going to be uh, either nothing at all, like it usually is, or uh, trust fund bit families and kids will just rebuild for the eighth year in a row on the beach, uh, the beachfront home. The only people that care about this are supermarkets, unless you're Publix or run by people like Marjorie Taylor Greene, who believe that uh, natural disasters are caused by Jewish space lasers. 
some inter interesting news. Renowned scientist Albert Einstein is back in the um, front stage again as, his, as a famous handwritten letter with the famous equation sold for $1.2 million at a recent auction. Some balding and rich twist divorced man from Connecticut is going to let that collect more dust in his office and those books that are written Latin in there. You, you never know what those books say. It's just for show. And some food news has announced that Papa John's will be giving away 10,000 slices of pizza to celebrate Bitcoin Pizza Day. This made about as much sense as WWE raising talent during global pandemic for, quote, cost-cutting measures, but then hiring a bunch of people a few months later. Secondly, who even goes to Papa John's besides Hot Cheeto Girls at 10 p.m.? Papa John's is as big of an L that James Dolan is the next GM. Boom. And some much-deserved sports news, Phil Mickelson became the oldest golfer at 50 years old to win a major tournament at the PGA Championship this past weekend. After years of coming up short more than a midget at a theme park, he finally was able to pull off this big win one last time. Mickelson and his 12-ounce steak-sized calves certainly surprised a lot of fans as people believed more in Santa Claus being real than Phil being able to win a major again since the last time. Boom. And some disheartening news, CNN anchor, uh, uh, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo, I should say, caught some major heat recently for following himself with his brother's group uh, strategizing how he would deal with the sexual assault accusations. Oh, I'm stuttering. You would think that if liberals are trying to regain the country, the last thing one of the most popular journalists would uh, distance himself publicly from his brother, who seems to be lonely uh, still years after leaving the Kennedy family. That joke was more worse than the latest lot. Latest lie Linwood made about the election, Joe Biden and Democrats. <laughs> like I said, it was awful. I was losing myself right there. And some aggravating news. It was announced that uh, cicadas are back for more revenge like the rebels and Empire Strikes Back on Hoth. <laughs> if you thought for Hulkins during COVID, if it were bad, you've never experienced cicadas. Uh, they're more depressing than your mom buying the wrong yogurt you asked for. Cicadas are more disgusting than fat people in a two-piece bikini on a hot summer beach day. But I'm sure, as my grandfather would say, they don't back away from the dinner table. Hopefully, we can get rid of them first on the Republicans uh, removing people's rights to vote across the southern U.S. In a yearly tradition, as college students are ending their school year, comes the yearly end of semester post. Uh, the, uh, the yearly end of semester post, where college students, both male but mostly female, sharing their sad feelings of leaving their schoolhouse and going back home and drinking in secret for three months. After going to college for more than three years now, I still have no idea why girls who drink high nooners to fit in socially think people care about. Uh, you're you being torn about moving home for the summer. I really don't understand. I don't get it, but whatever. Whatever floats the boat. Famous gay actor Billy Porter has revealed that he is HIV positive after keeping his 14-year-old diagnosis private until now. This news came out more quietly than Disney trying to keep the news of the Kenobi sequel under wraps. This story, this story has less re this story got lesser reaction than a librarian telling people to quiet down on a hot summer day. I gotta be careful of those jokes while I get canceled. It's some disturbing news. Disgraced movie star Kevin Spacey has landed his first film role since 2017 titled Uomo Che Dio. I butchered that probably, which in English translates to I did gross things to young boys and got away with it and still can work. <laughs> Spacey allowed to work is like allowing your alcoholic relative to have one or two more drinks at a party. It never turns out good. In some interesting legal news, a Chinese American civil rights group is suing Donald J. Trump for $22.9 million for calling COVID-19, quote, the China virus and Kung, Kung flu. The sum they're, they're asking for works out to be about $7 for every Asian American and Pacific Islander living in the U.S. now. US. Now, now that he's getting uh, sued by the Asian community, who besides Mexico will make, it, make his merch now? I butchered that joke. Thank you very much. Like a kid asking to stay over his friend's house after being with him all day, Trump's cronies are still peddling election fraud claims. Michael Flynn, one of Trump's loyal followers, recently said that, quote, the COVID-19 pandemic was fabricated to strike from the 2020 election. Once, once one of the country's top military leaders has become more of an embarrassment than any Clippers during the playoffs this year. In some liberal politic news, President Biden is reportedly tapping former Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel as the next ambassador trend. And I think it's, you know, good Biden's, you know, tapping someone, you know, who you know, was from a different country, his family or was born in a different country, you know, to represent a country, you know, that's foreign. After, you know, years of the former guy having people, you know, almost go to war with these other countries that we're once close with. You know, plus it gives Biden more time to eat ice cream, train his dogs, and, you know, take five hours to say a sentence. And finally, the last story that, Ice team memes or news cycle almost an old dog news cycle. Revolta himself, Revolta herself caught some flack the other the other day 
after yet another day of fighting mask mandates. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene made remarks on how COVID-19 mask mandates were as bad as the treatment of Jewish people during the Holocaust. You know, you're fucked up when roaches like McConnell, Scalise, and McCarthy, damn, that sounds like a sketchy law firm, are saying that wasn't cool to say on television. That's, you know, if you would even call Newsmax, you know, television. Newsmax is worse, is worse entertainment than elementary school, an elementary school rendition of the Nutcracker. That's what happened in the news this past week with Noel Duxley with his rec back of the show and our dear guest this week. Mr. Daniel McGovern. Two, one, and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the NXT and Meme Show. If my memory serves me correct, this is season two, episode 11. We're getting close to the end, folks, so stay tuned with us. It's a slow process. I know there are some people who have viewed it out there and like the bitch to me about how, how small the audience is, but it doesn't matter because one day, one day it's going to be big and they're going to look back and like, damn, those fucking episodes at the beginning. Fuck yeah. But with, with, with whoa, this, whoa, whoa, isn't that isn't your dad gonna be looking at this? Uh, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I bought all the shit I'm using this the green screen, the camera, everything I bought myself. So, um, gotta respect it. Yeah, but uh, no, so uh, my guest I have on today, you know, the, I, I mentioned this to him before we, we, we got going here, you know, there are. There, there, there's some good people in this world, and although never got to play with them on a team, although there, there is, there is an age gap, he still has a dear spot to myself. One of the funniest cats I know, one of the most mellow guys, but it runs in the family. He was, he's one of the few that I've asked to come on with a big grin on his face, the McGovern grin, the one and only Daniel McGovern. I want to thank you, my friend, for taking the time out to do this. Thanks for sending me that link. <laughs> oh, 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 of, 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 of course, I wanted to try to do as much as I can. And there have been other people that uh, I, I penciled in as I tried to do it and schedule with them. And it didn't work out. Former teammates couldn't do it. Current Matt teammates Burns. of yours, Matt Burns, <laughs> didn't do it. Burian helped out. Uh, Gagdon's too much of a camera pussy to uh, do it. Doesn't like to get on camera, which is malarkey. Because if Kaczynski would, did this, he would have definitely jumped on top of it. But uh, now that you know, Burns didn't do it. So I, I'm glad that you jumped to it um obviously i want to preface the crowd as, as uh, early on uh, uh, since i'm done with the semester i i've been showing my face up to my grizzly old face up to the practices of, of mr mcgovern so we see each other quite a bit but on this show for those who are new and i thank you them for joining us this for this new venture and returning guests as well i usually ask how life's been for them during this pandemic and obviously you, you can't you can't avoid it unless you know you're uh you're part of the red party where you think it's fake and it's these disasters are come up by jewish space lasers um but i, I asked you daniel as as a high school student and, and you're you're well versed in many topics and stuff how's life been for you during this this pandemic you know i haven't been asked that question very much but um i don't know it's been it's not, it's almost been like a blur it's almost like a gray area in in my entire like uh i don't know being you know what i'm saying it's just kind of yeah. like just been day by day yeah day 24 day. hours you know yeah it's going through the movements yeah so i mean it's been all right um got vaccinated and stuff but yeah i don't know i'm ready for I'm ready for summer. That's for yes, sure. Yeah, ready for it all. And now that we have all these guidelines being changed 100%, um, I, I, I try to ask this to everyone. If there's one thing, though, because obviously you, know, you, you reconvene at the end and look back on it, try to finally, one thing that you can look back, you can look back at this, that, that you can take away from this positively. Well, one thing I started doing was I got like addicted to jumping rope. There you go. So that's something that happened. I just got, like started jumping rope constantly, which I, I don't know. I guess that's a good thing, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I kind I kind of wish I did some some more like fishing or something like that. Um, I did. I spent a lot of time outside, which was a good thing. You know, not big into video games. Oh, I know it's not, that. It's not a McGovern thing. It's not a McGovern but, thing at all. No. So there was a lot of that. Doing a lot of yard work and stuff. Yeah um yeah i don't know i you know I'm, looking back it might have been a good thing sort of a little yeah. bit spend you, more time with family and whatnot there but. you go do you, 
do you take is there anything that now you, you learn to appreciate more than others compared to you know prior um probably like doing that yard work you know you yeah. just like even the most simple things you know sometimes they oh yeah it's it's more work than you think yeah like, <laughs> you look at a rock wall and you're like Oh, it's just like a couple of rocks. Stack oh yeah, them up. trust me. That, that's what your that's what your old coach has been been doing <laughs> yeah. the last uh, nine months. <laughs> then you start lifting fifty pound rocks, and the next day you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, you're hunched over at, at ninety degree, um, <laughs> fucking um, ankle uh, a- angle, I should say. Now, uh, obviously, th- this year has you know like has been different, as I've mentioned, and obviously you, you can't ignore that fact. And you as a junior you missed a, you know a significant chunk of your athletic career last year missing the entire year how was it for this year getting back into it was was it you know enjoyable and was was it something that you you tried to enjoy more that you missed all the time pre previously yeah i last year i did get uh, to do a cross country season, but I mean, that's not the most yeah. fun sport. <laughs> no, it's not. So, uh, yeah, getting back on the tennis courts with all the guys has been, been a pleasure. You know, there's a bunch of kids that, you know, I didn't get to see last year and kids that came up, you know, it's just like nice to, um, you know, there's some new people. Well, yeah, now, some. yeah, now, I mean, now, even with, you know, now that it, there's a shortened season, which thank God there's at least one, it, it sort of, you know, gives you motivation to say, you know, what, I, I missed all this fucking time. And now I got to, you know, put myself in gear, all, 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 although the, the overall, it hasn't been uh, too successful, but um, <laughs> no, I, I haven't won a match yet. <laughs> no, no, no. Team wise, but it, def- <laughs> it, it, it definitely, I mean, obviously, you know, as my dad says, call a spade a spade. Um, yeah. But no, it definitely, I mean, obviously myself, I mean, you know, it, it definitely is something, even that, you know, some, not, not all the time is it, is it fun, especially, you know, in March when it's fucking cold. But, you know, nowadays, you know, you, you missed it an entire year and you say, you know what, I, I don't mind it as much. And it's definitely something that you and you enjoy. I, I do want to, I, I do want to say that I, I hear that there's a big senior night happening with uh, at the old Broad Rock with, with, with this year and, uh, uh, I, I don't know if I know anything about that. <laughs> I, 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 my my father's been talking quite a bit with uh. Yeah. I'm gonna have Estes. to do some. I have to do some recon. Figure out what's going on there. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I heard no more cheeseburgers. Now it's gonna be pizza this year. So oh, that's probably a good thing for me because last time there was a full blown senior cookout, I was i was not in good shape after the second hour that was that was that was eight eight times going back to the old uh if you were if you were not in good shape then the keel boys definitely weren't in good shape afterwards (laughs) yeah i don't know how many burgers i put down but i i can tell you i was not feeling feeling good at all mcgovern's know how know how to eat they're all they're all big (laughs) glasses of water between from the top down to the old um the uh bottom yeah um i want one thing i i saw this the other day at practice and I, I never you know obviously i never got to you know conversing because i was had to go you know take care of business with the lower end of the singles lamp and <laughs> the doubles um but i i walk to practice and i see every day i go there's a lot of pasty kids sh- uh, shirtless at practice and, and they can't back it up there's some there's some that you know can sport a nice tan and it suits them well but most it's as my grandfather would say, if you can pull, if you got the muscles to pull off, pull it off, do it. But if you don't, don't do it. And I was surprised to see that muscle uh, tank tops were, were were used for the season for warmups. Years past, I don't think it would have worked. Um, but I, I think obviously the last few years, my father has realized, you know, it's different times and no more John Burke. So it, let, let it go easy. But I was surprised to hear that you were the founding person to uh to, to put it all together and design the uh, thing. So I'm curious, I'd like to get a concrete answer on why was uh, the, uh, the uh, caveman from Ge- the Geico commercials, the, uh, <laughs> the front of the, jer- the warm-ups? <laughs> you know, believe it or not, I think that's Bjorn Borg, but yeah. I'm not sure. I, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of like, a, yeah. I really, I don't even, it just looks cool, but you yeah. know, I like to think that the South Kingstown tennis team is a little bit more, uh, you know, like rough and tumble than yeah. some of these private schools. You know, you got to exactly. be a little 
little grizzle. Yeah, know, a little grizzle. You got to be able to dig in there. Unfortunately, most people, most people on the team can't uh, match the facial hair on that on that uh, person on, uh, on there. As as I as I've seen, although I'm not, you know, I don't want to, you know, say I'm anything different. Um, I was definitely surprised, but no, like I, like I said, there's there's a ha- there's a handful of guys on that team. I'm not going to go into names, and the viewers out there know that there's some that can pull it off, and there's there's some that can't. And it's it, God bless them. I'm surprised it was this, but it 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 is. Um, what what it um is now i'm also curious um and uh, i i never answer asked this definitely not to carnicchio but <laughs> i never i didn't ask this to andrew either um uh, estes um when he was one for a bit but for someone like yourself coming into the team i would think right away as you know the top guy on the team even early on and then now here you are a junior as this obviously missed last year for you to be number one and to take the hit um, at least, at least not, hopefully not all the time, but for the most part, you know, taking the hit, especially during uh, a chunk of time where SK test is trying to, um, come back and, you know, be better. How, how is that, you know, how do you deal with that, you know, psychologically as well as, you know, uh, physically as well? Cause it's definitely something you have to humble yourself, you know, to be that position as well as stressful. Yeah, I'd say at least, um, coming in freshman year and, you know, like really fighting to get the number one spot, you know, and, and you do, you know, you lose a lot of matches and it's just kind of like, you know, if you go out there and you try as hard as you can and acknowledge what you did wrong, it's like, all right, you got to go try and fix them and see if you can do better the next time. And for this year, you know, I've definitely improved since freshman year, but it's almost like for me more for this year, it's just like bringing it, bringing it all together. Cause I know I can hit the shots. It's just, you know, figuring it out, staying mentally focused, but also, you know, I'm because I've played a good amount of tennis so far. (laughs) I mean, I I like to try and help some of the newcomers so we can really build build maybe a championship team for next year last yeah. last year i got for the high school yeah, so yeah the last last year my government's in tennis well i i I, yeah. I i would like to admit freely that uh, similar to you know at least to your brother michael and yes matthew uh, your other brother as well i guess although much closer i am closer to um your other brother michael um but I, I would have to say all three of them, you know, all three of you, you know, very well at, you know, staying even keel and not letting it affect you. Because there's some players, um, some, one in particular, that I, I've played quite a bit on your team that your teammates with that tends to get a little upset and whines and it freaks out during the match. And there's some who curse and I'll do all this stuff, but even kill for you. And then afterwards, not getting grumpy, not getting pissy, not getting at it, mad and, you know, still being positive and joking around. And, you know... Mm-hmm you know still supporting the other teammates and you know that's very commendable you know to yeah, be able well, to do that I, you know <laughs> on the inside when oh, you yes. lose a match it hurts really oh, bad yeah. i mean yesterday i had that match three sets like yeah. what, seven six six three seven six or whatever and you know when you lose a match that you should have won it's yeah. like probably one of the worst feelings you can yeah. get but you know at the end of the day it, it is just tennis you know, yeah. it's a game. I like to play tennis. I'd love to win. Oh, yeah. I, I really love to win. Yes. That's why it hurts so bad. But, yeah. you know, you just got to take it for what it is, try and learn from it, and then try and win your next match. So that's what yeah. I've been trying to do. It definitely hurts, though. Well, no, yeah, and it, and it sucks, and it's something that most people can't do where, you know, you have to, you're at the top position early on, and you're, you're trying to do as best as you can during a period, even regardless if it's a period where the teams are not at the same level as they once were or that are, and you still have to try to fight off and win, deal with it. And I, I was thinking the other day when I was, you know, putting my notes together and, you know, thinking of, you know, trying to converse and all the, the fun times, at least some of them, you know, that when we've been in the same area together, um, you know, besides just the, the ability for yourself as well as, you know, your brothers to just be able to say random stuff and, it, you know, extremely extremely funny like i've mentioned to you before your brother michael i don't know what the fuck goes on his mind i don't know if it's you know the cheese wheels he had his first year at delaware those massive ones but his facebook feed what he posts on there is i I can't understand it it's a bunch of latin 
Um, I don't even know what your brother, your 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 brother, your other brother on Twitter, all this stuff they post. It's all haikus and riddles and all this <laughs> stuff. Don't understand it. You're trying to be a modern day poet, and yeah. then you, yourself. It, it, I just I I I can't believe it. It's something that many people try very hard to do. They can't do it. So some <laughs> can do it. And uh, what I also was thinking about there was a while ago. It must have been your freshman year, and I was coming back, so it probably was my freshman year or something like that. And we're hitting. You know, like like I've said, or not me, you not hitting. I was hitting with someone coming on the court, and you know, obviously, you know, there's, you know, we never went to school together, high school at least, and uh, you know, someone like you, like yourself, and you know, others, your brothers and stuff, other people, they, you know, they they hold themselves to a high level and they think highly of themselves, and you know, they're able to say, you know, this is who I am, and you know, I think I'm, you know, this person have confidence in themselves, and uh, there was one day saying something, and then I, I think that. I don't know. I must have, maybe I rubbed you the wrong way one time. And you're like, you know what, you know, you know, I, I don't know why I was treating like this or something like that. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, whatever it was. And th- there was something and you apologize for something. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't expecting it. I, I just, I don't know. And then I was like, you know what, you know, that's, that's kind of him, but, you know, because most people would just, wouldn't just do that randomly. And, you know, that that was very commendable at the, at, at the time, but I thought very highly of that, but, um, no, it, it's just, it, there's very few people, and I, I just, I, I had to put that through. Uh, on another note, on another note, um, besides tennis, you mentioned fishing. Where where was this little yeah. fishing that you have that you share with a, a, a fellow compatriot of mine, Ben Pascalides? Like, where do we fish? No, no, like, where did this love for fishing come from? Did it pass down oh, from the patriarch yeah. of your family? Um, Yeah, it probably came from my dad. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, fishing it's not an easy thing to like really enjoy because it's not like one of those things where there's constant action it's not like hitting a tennis ball back and forth it's more like you know sit and do nothing for four hours and hope you get a big one so you can take a picture and brag about it yeah on instagram (laughs) um but yeah i mean my dad fished when he was when he was young my mom doesn't really fish uh she's not into it (laughs) But I mean, even out of uh, me, Michael and Matt, they don't really like fishing. So I'm the I'm the only one that's kind of yeah. carrying it down the line there. But and then for Ben, I don't really know. I mean, he's probably his dad too. I'd yeah. imagine. But yeah, it's not an easy thing to enjoy, especially when you know some people are just somehow terrible at it. Yeah. No, I, know, I, I can't. I I can't fish. But you gotta have patience, like like you yeah. have to have in tennis at. at at, at the top as as you do um i i, I told uh, speaking of you know one I, I mentioned you know when i was playing mr ryan earlier i said he said that he's he's, he's playing he's playing you in the second round if he wins his his first match so i, I said uh he's gotta he's gotta do something he's gotta put some oomph in that in that in that shot but that's the that's that, his confidence that, was it was did you how would that how'd that go I, I we only played one set because it took forever i i i beat him must have been six four. I'm not that great of a mathematician. Um, maybe as you were. pretty good though. Yeah, no, he 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 beat me the other day seven five. It was five zero, but I had to leave because my my sister had her lacrosse senior night, so I, I was rushed for time. But no, no, I, I was a little bit like uh, what's his name, Spencer Romaine, that uh burnt Jimmy played the other day at, at Wheeler crybaby. Oh. So, um, that, okay. that's what that kid's name was i think so because ryan told me that his brother andrew i think had played him a while uh, when he was in school so uh, it, that might have been what his name was yeah. but that yeah. was players players like that i mean yeah God. no it's it's rough and, and then then your then your brother jimmy you know he he he, he lets them he shits the bend the second set and let's <laughs> let's let's them come back even though he was trying to shut the door in the first set he gets all fired up and he goes oh you want the point and give me the game and like, what are you doing? You can't give it to him. And then there's a third set, and then he comes off tired. And it's like, what, what, what do you expect? But yeah. God bless him. I want to I, I want to say, I, I mentioned this to Ryan. Last night, my father, your coach, was getting a little riled up at the uh, second uh, seating meeting because, you know. Oh, right. Yeah. It, it got screwed up. And uh, yeah. it, it oh, was. That's too bad. I had to, I had to back up when he, back out of the room when he was in there because he was is going at it but it was he was he was cracking whip trying his best to uh, facilitate it but enough of he the needed me there i would have gotten everybody all riled up oh yeah we well, I, I just well it was more, it was more of the fact that um no i don't know if it's my place to say it, but fuck it why not um 
it was just more the fact that, you know, it was people weren't acknowledging, you know, head to head matchups. And they're like, oh, this person, uh, such and such was this in 2019. And, you know, now it's 2021 and this and this person beat, has this many matches and this person beat that person. It was just wild. And I didn't know what I was working with. I almost didn't have dinner that night. I had to yeah. cook myself some uh, SpaghettiOs. Um, no flatbread pizza from home, but highly nutritious. Yeah, very nutritious. I, I I loved it. It's it's a delicacy. Without further ado, it's the it's the final segment of the show, and it's the personal section where we get into oh, not, not the nitty gritty, but it, close to that sort of stuff oh, here. Boy. And um, we mentioned this earlier. Obviously, tennis, you know, big part of your life, big part of your family's life. You obviously brothers and your parents and uh, previous. Um, well, similar to myself, I mean, it was kind of like, oh yeah, my dad, parent, my parents played my grandfather played was it so much to yourself where it's you know passed down and you know it's kind of like you know you play this yeah wait what, what, what side was it from down so just both parents or the um, one that really got you into it so on my mom's side her her mother was on the like the circuit or whatever yeah. back in the day i don't know what like for women's because i don't think there was really like the uh whatever it is wta or whatever so she did that in i guess it was the east coast of the united states but she's from bermuda and her younger sister who's my great aunt was also just a like phenomenal tennis player and she still lives in bermuda and now for some time she was uh like a tennis pro this place called coral beach club i don't know if you've heard of that um so then obviously my mom had some good teaching when she was growing up and um she's pretty good player she plays usta and stuff and then on my dad's side um i guess my my grandpa did play tennis but not at as high a level as the other side yeah and um my my grandma would play with him kind of because he was um like in during his career he was like a the president of like pepperidge farm and campbell yeah. soup so oh. you know instead of going out to the golf course or whatever he <laughs> like uh, you know smuckers like yeah the, yeah he'd play they'd play tennis with the smuckers brothers and stuff like wow, that wow that's high class so, yeah there's been i guess there yeah there was some decent tennis on on both sides but i don't know if my grandpa on my dad's side really taught him tennis that much like it wasn't as big of a thing growing up but he plays now and he's he's into it you know he's a lefty just like yourself (laughs) yeah just like myself that deadly spin for us righties you know yeah so yeah i mean on both sides there's been been some some good tennis and then you know me matt michael are we're all pretty athletic and we could just we just kind of picked it up now now speaking of i want to piggyback on that you know like you mentioned, both all, all three brothers play. What what's that been like? I mean, you have you know both your brothers you know on the team, and then obviously you get carried along to the matches, and you know USD and stuff. So what 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 was that like for you? You know, growing up compared to now. You know, I'd say it was pretty like looking back at it, it was kind of <laughs> I forget how how like young I actually was because yeah. the age gap between me and Matt is five years, and me and Michael it's seven years. So um when matt was on the team i don't know how old that would have been like i don't know 10 or 11 or something i don't know um so yeah i mean i love to watch their matches um i don't know i guess they both ended up pretty high up on the on the roster but yeah i mean it was good i loved the senior night barbecue that's for sure i (laughs) wolf like 10 burgers down like nothing um but yeah i mean all the guys were super nice everyone was winning it was like the golden age of skhs tennis you know so i you know i got to see some quality players yeah for sure learn from it um yeah it was a good time yeah and it's it's definitely it definitely was interesting and i remember like it was yesterday i'm sure you remember to a degree you know, back court number four where Ryan Estes plays today, you and Eli O'Brien, he was, I believe, seventh grade and you were third grade. And you took him to the limit 
I think in the in a tournament, I think I think it was like 10 7 him or something like that, or 10 8 or 10 9. That Braden, I think it was Braden Kehoe. I could have sworn it was Eli because Eli O'Brien was in middle school or at least maybe ninth grade, and it, it was it was something. You know like what that. it was? I think we played. Uh, maybe it was a 10 game pro set and it was like 10 8 or something, yeah. or, or maybe it was the best two out of three sets and then it was like a 10 point tiebreak. Yeah. I think that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what tournament that would have been. Was it more set? I don't really maybe, know. Maybe, or it was the one my father used to run before Tracy Keo put hers in. Um, but no, that, yeah. that that's when that's when the world got to notice the behemoth that was a young <laughs> Daniel McGovern on, on the um, on the uh. The, uh, you know, I, I will say, I really, I, over the past couple of years, what I really, I really should have, I think, put more focus on tennis and just dropped soccer completely because yeah. I think I would have gotten, well, I still have, I still got a year to, you know, get pretty nasty if I can. Yeah. Summer and all that. But, you know, I think if I had focused less on soccer after I like, obliterated a couple ankles and <laughs> no, stuff yeah. you know you would have had a shin splints like your brother michael oh man um, soccer absolutely destroyed both of my ankles <laughs> but um and i i know i mentioned this and i keep going over it but you know being one one singles you know how you know that obviously that's you know a mental thing you have to be able to grasp but uh, it definitely it, it, i'm sure it definitely brought you know a sense of pride and you know dignity that you know you're able to be number one as a freshman, you know, be able to represent, you know, you SK tennis, you know, at the first position. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's an, it's kind of an honor, but then again, it's like you worked for it. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't have expected anything less of myself to get to number one. You know, it's remarkable that it was freshman year, but I had to, and I mean, I had the, I had the skills to, oh, yeah. To do and everything, but I definitely, I mean, I had to be, well, who was it, Andrew Estes, um, I guess probably maybe Matt Burian. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, it was nice to be playing number one, but, yeah. you know, if I was playing number three and that's as good as I could have done, then I would have been like, oh, yeah. right, any I'm spot some matches. <laughs> yeah, any spot at uh, on varsity is definitely something to commend yourself, although, you know. Yeah. Although you, you want to, if you're going to be on varsity, you want to be in the lineup because you don't want to, you know, be seen on the outside. You want to be playing. Um, but it's all, all that credit goes to obviously your parents or your brothers. And especially there's one man that also gets credit to that. It's Uncle Don Neri. And, you know, the, 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 there's, there's a tight friendship. And I won't, I won't say tight, but there's a friendship and a bond that you and your brothers share with Uncle Don. And I'm curious, <laughs> is, that, is, that is that from, you know, when the travel team and, you know, your brothers and maybe, I don't know if you did it, but be on that. Group you know, I don't, I don't recall ever having done any sort of like a lesson um, or, you know, clinic or whatever with Don Nuri, but I know Matt and Michael did, took some trips up to whatever it was center court up yeah. there in Providence with Don Nuri and like, you know, Adam Waldager and those yeah. guys. And of course, you know, stories came back that were pretty funny and stuff. And, you know, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know him as well as those two guys do, yeah. but you know, he's a nice guy. Can't really hear that well. Oh, he can't. <laughs> he's got teeth like a rotting pumpkin. They're all falling out, but no, no, he, yeah. Oh, that's, an, that's he, he can't hear, but that's awful. But I have to say though, he is always there to watch your match. I don't know if he knows anyone else on the team, but he's always there, you know, watching your yeah. match. And it's I haven't I haven't talked to him yet this year. I hope he's not talking crap. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, I haven't talked to him either uh, a decent amount because it's never you know something I dream to you know be like oh I, I got to go over to old Uncle Don there and talk about stuff. But when I did talk to him, he, he's he's now a grandfather, so he's 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 got that working for me. Yeah, he's, he's new, occupied. It, He's got a new crop of talent to, you know, ruin, you know, their tennis ability. Yeah. Oh, how about, um, uh, you know, Mike Gamino? Yeah, I know. Oh, trust me. Trust me. I know Mike Gamino. Oh, my God. That's a whole nother breed when oh, it comes yes. to spectator. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, oh thank God. He, well, you know, I do like the guy, but yeah, he is a distraction when he oh, comes yes. to the Well, because he stands over and he hunches over like Dracula. And that guy then, has to have ties to the mob. 
There's oh no, no, doubt no, because he he for years he had his own construction company. Yeah, yeah. And when you're driving up to Smithfield through those, you know, through those, you know, those uh, like the uh, not not option. There's no mountains in Rhode but you know the big hills, and you know they have the uh, they split it open. And he he dealt with yeah. a lot of that splitting it open with TNT and stuff, and he he's got stories. And he knows a lot of stuff, but he he would come. He comes over to my grandparents' house often. Just you know, pops over to talk and. My grandmother hates him, and she tries to shoot him out of the house. But you know, he he tries to give us five cents. I haven't seen him in a while. Um, no, that's a that's yeah, a whole that's a whole another that's a whole another breed of 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 tennis and you know fans. There, there's there's many of them, but I I can't. There's there's a small yeah. there's uh, there's levels. There's you know someone small like myself, you know, who's been around long enough to uh, tennis, you know, to give us five cents might not be the most productive thing, might not be the most effective thing. Um, yeah. you, might, you, you can't always take it. I mean, I'm not going to get to, you know, some of the big dogs like yourself or Burns is like that, you know, trying to get to the weaker players that the lower level ones, you know, may not take it. Then there's, you know, obviously, you know, uh, someone like Don and Mike Amino. Then there's my father and there's coach Ray who, who still tries to get out there and ruins it all, but still makes it work, <laughs> work in the end. But no, that's, that's, um, he's got some, hey, you know, that one with like where the net is a wall. Oh yes, the tarp. Yes, good point. Yeah. I mean, oh, no, I, yes, yeah. there's no good reason to hit the ball into the net. So why do I yes. do it? It's it's an old thing that's dated about 30, 35 years, but it still still works. Yeah, that's good stuff. I don't know if you ever there when he would bring the softball bat over and he'd toss on the net the, the court whenever you'd make an error. No, I, I wasn't around. Well, maybe maybe I I've he, he did that a few times. He'd show up with his um, golf glove and yeah. put that on and use that. Yeah, he's got he's got all sorts of stuff. The thing is, most people don't know is that the last probably 20, 25, 30 years, he's been trying to write a book on tennis. And uh-huh. he wrote like a brief, brief, like a rough draft of it. And he had his friend, um, Cole Holland's great uncle, where it was, um, however it would go, um, you know, mm-hmm. look it over and edit and stuff. Because, you know, he, he's written many books and mm-hmm. still writing. It's the same stuff over and over again. There's there's napkins and back of receipts and sticky notes and pads, many legal pads, all the stuff. And he, he, and it's not even just tennis. Then he talks about golf and he reads golf books and this, and he, he, he loves yeah, it. God, a, um, yeah. God bless him. Um, something you know, we mentioned, I also mentioned earlier, you know, you know, your parents, you know, kind of teaching you tennis and stuff like that. But um, I want, I want to mention something that I admire greatly that I've only seen once um, yeah. the four years I, I played on the team and a few years with your brothers and, you know, most adult men have love oh. for football, basketball, yeah. baseball, stuff like that. Your father has a love for geology and, he's rocks and stuff like that. <laughs> And yeah. I remember going to the garage or basement wars and talking to your father. Lovely man. Um, yeah, he's a good guy. Yes, very, very, very grand guy. And I'm curious <laughs> to know where this love came from. Because for the viewers out there, when I tell you there were loads of rocks in there, <laughs> there were more rocks in there on shelves and nooks and crannies in there than I've ever seen in my life. Was that the garage or was that the basement? It was something because it was dark. And I don't think it was finished, so it must it, it maybe it was yeah. maybe it was the basement. I don't know. He does have a lot of rocks, and I think it, some of that might have come from he used to do some rock climbing when he was growing up. Um, but I mean, like none of neither of his parents were had any. They had no. They just. I mean, it's not that comment of being at rocks you know what i mean yeah. you look at it and you're like ah it's just a rock but he just you know and he doesn't even have any kind of you know degree or whatever in geology but i think from the rock climbing i just kind of became fascinated with all the different yeah. uh, structures and you know deposits or whatever oh, yeah so i think it started from that and then it's you know it's like anything it's like collecting baseball cards yeah, it's you know a spot where you can collect some <laughs> neat minerals and it's like you're gonna work and get some some neat stuff so you know he's he's gone up to like maine and all these different kinds of quarries and stuff you know sustained a number of injuries that <laughs> could have been avoided <laughs> yeah. but yeah i mean 
Yeah, he just loves it. And you could ask him anything you want about rocks, and he knows it. He's like a self-taught geologist. I, 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 pretty I crazy. Know, I don't know anything about rocks. I don't want to get into that because that could be yeah. a oh days-long conversation. Um, yeah, we're driving up to Maine, and if you say one thing about a rock, the next four hours are followed by a sermon on geology. Well, this is this is the next rock, Daniel, and this is last. Yeah. Oh this my is, god. Um, I mean, some of it's interesting, but oh yeah, definitely. But four hours is too much. Um, yeah. Yeah. If I'm curious, besides yourself, I mean, obviously, I don't know. Between the three brothers, do any of you share a bond with Mr. McGovern on geology and rocks? I, you know, I, I kind of like it. It's interesting. Michael is, you know, he's kind of a, I don't know how to describe it. He's unique yes. in his own way, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So he's kind of into like the, you know, like tarot cards and stuff like oh, that. All the, uh, you know, whatever it is, folklore. Yeah. Or, you know, I, for all I know, they might be accurate i have no idea but yeah. i tend to think they aren't yeah. so he's into like the you know have a piece of whatever it is amethyst by the bed side table or whatever and you're going to become enlightened <laughs> but you know i'm not as as big of a believer so yeah I don't know. they are fascinating some of them are yeah. pretty pretty beautiful specimens and, and whatnot so but you got you got to uh keep the um the, the thing the, you got to keep the conversation short though because once yeah. you get it going it's, it's a that's of, that is 100 percent um, correct uh, one one the few one the final two things i want to i want to mention um now, now it's it's known over the years and i i think my, my father you know uh, uh, has had conversations with gray about ray about it and has scratched his head about it and you from time to time your family likes to vacation down on um uh uh why am i forgetting my tunic yeah, and, and, and uh, I, I'm curious what how how that started my tunic of all places because my tunic's not that far from Wakefield, so there's got to be some significance to it. Yeah, that that's actually pretty. It's like a long kind of chain of events that kind of happened there. Um, I guess it has nothing to do with anything on my dad's side at all. It's more, um, I guess it was my mom's parents well, they were friends with some people down there oh, okay. gardeners lotties whatever bunch of families that kind of had this a uh, stronghold or you know like compound down there uh, and you know there's like timeshares or whatever yeah. for rented time and whatnot and at, at one point um, my mom's parents had a house like across the street street from where where we'd stay and they lived there for uh, you know a while or it was like their second home for a while until they sold it and like she would spend summers down there when she was a kid because of of her parents and whatnot so then she became friends with honestly it's almost like we're cousins with these people so like she's friends or yeah, whatever, with all these people. And so we were able to rent down there. And it just so happens to be a clay court uh, for tennis. And so, yeah, it's just like a good, oh, it's just yeah. like a fun compound. You yeah. can walk down to the beach and stuff. So, so that, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, the last thing before I want to end, you know, I, I, I don't, I, this is the first time kind of asking, you know, this sort of thing. So we will include in the next things. Now, obviously, you know, retrospect on one's life you know looking back at near the end of it all for someone like yourself a man of humor a man of uh i guess ingenuity and a man of of, of poise and you know even keelness how would how would daniel mcgovern whether it be tennis just strictly tennis or in general like to be remembered oh my god (laughs) you're talking about a really difficult question to answer right there because I'm only 17 years old. Okay, okay, then know what we'll do? We'll, we'll just we'll restrict it just to tennis. So obviously, you know, only four years of high school tennis. So at the end of uh, it all, in that retrospect, I guess. Um, you know, I'd like to think that people, well, you know, when they think of Danny McGovern playing tennis, <laughs> that, you know, he worked as hard as he could and left it out uh, all out on the court. Because at the end of the day, you know, like I said earlier, there's nothing more 
like there's there's nothing I love more than winning a oh, tennis yeah. match. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it is a tennis match, and yeah. you know you just gotta work as hard as you can, try and hit the right shots, be smart. Um, yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, I'd like people to think that you know I was a hard worker and yeah. I didn't like give up or anything. Even though, you know, sometimes you get distracted and it might look like oh, that, but, you know, yeah. tennis is a hard game. I don't oh, think yes. a lot of people really understand oh, yeah. that. And, so. and, I, and I think with, with SK tennis, and this isn't, this isn't me, you know, bullshitting, you know, the, being related to the coach or whatever it may be, but I think with <laughs> tennis, especially with the, the community, not just SK as a whole, but the school, I think, you know, it's a tight group of people who are there to defend each other, to work, make sure to work hard and, I think everyone compete at a at a high level and i think you know it, it's great pride i'm sure you feel the same as well you know being able to be part of a program that's known for a high quality of work regardless of you know the period um they're playing and that we put all our, our stuff in and there's no bs taken case in point the other night at wheeler farm or an eg match in the past but no that's that that's it but no that's it's it's very well and uh, mr mcgovern as i said earlier i uh, thank you sincerely 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 from the deepest depths of my old chunk of coal of a heart to, to do this for me it, it means more than i can express that you want that, that you reached out and said i i gotta be on that show and, and do it i appreciate it um for all of those fan people out there that are viewing because i know there's loads of fans um this yeah. will be up this will be up ASAP. I'll try my best to keep it up tonight. If not, look out for it tomorrow. If you're on YouTube watching this, leave, do me and Daniel a favor here. Follow, subscribe to it. Turn bell notifications on. Yeah, you smash better, the, smash you the like better button. believe I'm going to yes. be promoting this podcast yes. from now on. Smash, smash, smash the like button and then hit the yep. share arrow. So this, this is right. hypothetically. So Matt, Daniel's got two brothers. I don't think they live at home anymore. Daniel does this, for example. He says in his, oh, mom, dad, Michael, Matthew. I just did the greatest thing ever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I was on this podcast with Nolan. You remember him, right? The coolest guy ever. And you know, I'm gonna share with you. So people out there, click the arrow, share arrow. Then it goes to your friends and family. And what that does to me and Daniel, that tells us that you enjoy it so much and you're invested in it that you want other people to invest in. So please do that on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and so on and so forth. Click the follow button, like it. Turn bell notifications on, share it, and do all that great stuff. And watch this motherfucker fly to the moon, as Frank Sinatra said. <laughs> Exponential. Exponential growth. That's what we want. Exponential growth, indeed. We're getting, like I said, also getting close to the end. So stay with us. This will be getting better, I promise. So for those who think it's boring with less than 20 viewers, don't worry about it. It'll get better. I, I swear. And until then, till we see each other again, my friends, as in the words of the great uh, Johnny Carson, I leave you with this. I bid you all a heartfelt good night. See you soon.